Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I want to talk to you about the human design system. Those of you who are followers of my podcast heard my interview yesterday with Carrie Hummingbird and she's a fascinating person and she brought up the subject of human design and then I also had a listener reach out and ask me if I knew anything about human design and would I do a podcast episode about human design. So I can tell you that before speaking with Carrie Hummingbird, I knew absolutely nothing about human design, but I love researching new things and new ideas. So I thought, okay, I'm up for the challenge. I'm going to dig into this. So you'll have to bear with me today because when I went to research human design, it is mind-blowing how much information is out there. So I am going to try my best to take all of the information and synthesize it for you so that it is a little more easy to digest. I'm also going to put a link in the description to the podcast for the site where I got most of my information and also where you can go and get your free chart made so that you can take all of the stuff we're talking about today and look at how it is specific to you and your own personality. This is very interesting stuff. So it's kind of like having a user manual for your life. We joke all the time about how people are born and they're not given manuals or user guides to help us get through life. But actually, there are tools that we can use that help us to determine, you know, what our personality types are and how we best make decisions. And figuring out your human design is actually one of the ways that can do that. It can help you improve the quality of your life and help you in making the right decisions from moment to moment because what many of us tend to do is we tend to overthink and we tend to make the wrong decisions because we're not making decisions that are based on our best design type. So I'm going to go back and talk to you about what exactly is human design and then I'm going to go through as quickly as I can the human design chart. And again, it's a lot of information. So you'll have the opportunity to go on your own to explore through this link that I give you and also be able to get your own free chart. So the human design system is a synthesis of ancient and modern science, and it's a valuable tool in helping to understand human understanding. Through human design, you can discover what makes you different from everyone else, and it also offers profound insights into your psychology. So it can offer you strategies and techniques for making correct decisions and leading you to a life that is more fulfilling and is also easier. So through the science of differentiation, a human design chart has 26 activations, 13 planetary imprints, 9 centers, 36 channels, 64 gates or hexagrams, 6 lines, and 3 levels of substructure. And as you're looking at a graphic, if you go to the site and you're looking at this chart, 
it can be overwhelming to look at. And that sounds like a lot, and you probably don't even know what a lot of those terms mean if you're like me and you didn't know anything about it. So I'm going to try to break this down for you. It's not a belief or a faith, but it's a logical empirical system, and it offers the opportunity to experiment with its mechanics to find out what works for you. All right, and guys, if you hear a little background noise, sorry, I had to kick my dogs outside. I didn't do it forcefully, but I left them outside because they were being very rowdy today, and I didn't want the background noise. So when you hear that, it's probably just Nala trying to signal to me that she wants to come in, but she cannot come inside if she's going to be rowdy. So gotta love Nala. So the fundamental concept that forms the foundation of this system is based on what is scientifically known as neutrinos. Neutrinos is the science behind human design. So neutrinos are an unusual particle that carry a very, very small amount of mass. About three trillion neutrinos and the material information they carry pass through every square inch of the planet per second. Our sun produces about 70% of all neutrinos that travel through our solar system. The remaining 30% are emitted by the other stars in our galaxy, and a small amount are emitted from the planet Jupiter. About 100 trillion neutrinos pass through your body every second. In 2015, the scientists Takaki Kajita and Arthur B. MacDonald were awarded a Nobel Prize for discovering the neutrino oscillations, which show that neutrinos have mass. And it was in 1991 that Ra Uruhu published this as the science behind the human design system. Since neutrinos have a very, very small amount of mass, as the stream passes through us, it leaves information it's a stream of information and when within each of us exist particles that connect us to the stream. At the moment of birth, we're imprinted by the information carried by the neutrino stream via the planets. This imprint is reflected within your human design chart and determines your particular design. This information provides us with the knowledge to understand our nature, potential, and forms of interaction. So Ra Uruhu was the human design system's founder and messenger. He was born Alan Krakower in Montreal, Canada, and he earned a Bachelor of Arts degree, but his career path led him into the business world. He was an advertising executive, magazine publisher, and media producer. In 1983, he left Canada to travel, finding his way to the island of Ibiza, where he spent years working as a school teacher. In January of 1987, he had a very unusual mystical experience, followed by an encounter with a voice, which was an intelligence far superior to anything he had ever experienced. This encounter lasted for eight days and nights, during which he received a transmission of information, which is today known as the human design system. In 1989, after his encounter with the voice, Ra wrote the I Ching, the foundation upon which the human design rests and the key to unlocking the code of our genetics. As the oldest of the Chinese classic texts, 
The I Ching, or Book of Changes, is an ancient divination tool that's been used for over 3,000 years. Ra dedicated the next 25 years of his life to the development and the teaching of the system around the world. So let's then look now at the actual chart. Human design uses your birth data to calculate your chart or body graph. It's a graphic illustration of the energetic flow within your system. So it's a blueprint for how you operate and interact with the world. Your body graph shows your definition, which is anything that's colored in in the chart. And that is, if your definition is colored in, it means that it is defined. And this is not going to change throughout your life. So it's kind of like writing in ink. The definition is what is written in ink, so you cannot change it. And your openness is anything that's left in white on this chart as you look at it. And this reveals sort of like being written in pencil, things that can be changed throughout your life, but this is also where you are susceptible to conditioning. So when we pick up those limiting beliefs about ourselves, and that is what we call or what they call in human design, that not self, because it's not who we truly are. It's what we've been told we are or who we think we are. And that is what can be changed when we realize, oh my gosh, I've been conditioned to believe I'm this, but I'm really not. So understanding your chart provides you with some simple tools, starting with the essential strategy of your type and authority. Your chart shows which of the four types you are, and I'll talk about those in a minute, and combined with your personal authority, I'll talk about what that is in a minute, it determines the strategy for making the right decisions. With time and knowledge, you will discover how the process of deconditioning makes a tremendous difference in the experience of your life. And you could also talk about this as being a mindset change because it's when you decide to reprogram yourself instead of continuing to believe the conditions you were raised with, we realize, oh, hey, that's not true about me. I can change that. So there's two calculations used to generate your human design chart. Your personality, which is calculated at the moment of birth, it's your conscious access, it's who you think you are. Your actual time of birth is used to calculate your personality chart. And these calculations describe characteristics attributed to your personality. These characteristics are the ones that you'll recognize as they are what you have conscious access to and what you can relate to. Because you consciously identify with these characteristics, you think of your personality as a representation of who you are. Your design is calculated at 88 degrees of the sun, approximately 89 days before the moment of your birth. It's the nature of unconscious biogenetic inheritance. So you will see when you look at your chart numbers in red next to the planetary glyphs. These calculations describe characteristics attributed to your body consciousness and show you the nature of your unconscious. Your body's intelligence lies below the level of your conscious awareness and therefore you do not necessarily have access to it. Though it forms an equally in part of your identity, it's really important. This intelligence expresses itself through certain characteristics 
And other people can often see these characteristics much more clearly than you do because you're not consciously aware of them. Next, we'll talk again about definition versus open. Definition is fixed, reliable. It's like written in pen. Openness is receptive and conditioning, written in pencil. So everything you see in your chart that's colored in is what is known as definition, and it is what is fixed and reliable within you, and it determines how you express your particular traits and skills. The part of you that's written in pencil, that is conditioning. And it can seem hard to erase because through layers and layers of writing in hard pencil, you know that when you go back to erase it, it's not always easy and sometimes you can still see the lines. Well, you will come to see that through human design, there is beauty in the whole picture as it is. And there's nothing you need to do except to be the perfection of you. But any of the body graph area that's white or not colored in is not fixed. It's openness, and it represents places where you're designed to be receptive to life. Your openness is highly interesting to your busy mind and can be sensitive due to conditioning. So this is where your mind develops some adaptive strategies that can lead you away from your true nature. So when we think about overthinking or negative thinking, that all becomes very um, easy to do because of that openness. All right, next we have the nine centers. The nine centers, some people also maybe will think of the chakra centers in your body. It's the hubs that receive and transform the energy or life force that circulates through the body graph. Each of the nine centers has its own distinct biological correlation. So I'm going to go through those right now with you. So first is the head. It's the pressure center where inspiration comes in. Then you have the, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but Ajna, it's A-J-N-A. It's the awareness center or conceptualization. You have the throat, which is manifestation, speaking, doing. The G, which is self, love, and direction. Heart, it monitors, it's the motor center, the ego, where the willpower are. Solar plexus, motor and awareness center, and emotional wave. Spleen. It's the awareness center, immune system, intuition. Sacral is the motor center, life force, and sexuality. And the root is pressure and motor center and adrenaline and stress. Each center has a specific function, and there are signposts of how they function correctly and influence behavior when operating incorrectly. Centers can either be defined or open, so they are also susceptible to conditioning here. The way centers are defined and connected to each other determines your type, authority, and more. An open center in the body graph is one of the primary receptors of conditioning or outside influences taking into your physical being. This receptor impacts your mind's decision-making process and creates what the human design system calls the not-self, The not-self leads you to make decisions based on strategies derived from conditioning rather than your true self. So it's sort of like not following your intuition and choosing things based on things you've learned that you've been conditioned to, not what really is your true authentic self. So I think this is interesting. 
When you have an open center, these are not self-themes. So when you have an open center where you're the head center, then you think about things that don't matter. So I think this is like the overthinking. When you have an open center with the, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Ajna, A-J-N-A, you pretend to be certain when you're really not. For the throat, you try to attract attention. The G, when that's open, you're fixated on finding love and direction. When the heart is open, you constantly feel like you have something to prove. The spleen, when that's open, we hold on to what is not good for us. The solar plexus, when that's open, we avoid confrontation and truth. I feel like that might be a theme in my life. Um, The open sacral means not knowing when enough is enough. So I could see addictions being a thing here. For the root, always being in a hurry to be free of the pressure. So it's like you just act on impulse just to be done with whatever. Now conditioning is a fact of life we can't avoid. And we're not supposed to. We don't want to be unaware of how deeply we, can, we are conditioned. It can overwhelm us and compromise our capacity to experience our true potential when you're operating correctly and your mind is no longer making life decisions, open centers can actually be an incredible source of wisdom developed over time. Understanding your conditioning and how it impacts your mental, emotional, and physical being is the first step to actually leading a life as yourself. Next, we have the channels. Life force is depicted within the body graph via channels which circulate the energy throughout. Channels, um, definition is created by two gates connecting two centers. So a channel is composed of two gates and connects two centers. When two gates at either end of the channel are activated, this creates what we call definition. It's described by the colored in channels present in your design. Basically, it's the communication between the centers. Each channel delineates a specific theme or essential aspect of experiencing life as a human being within the framework of greater of the greater collective. If you have a defined channel, it, cre- it characterizes a specific theme, function, or gift that is consistent and reliable. Next, you have gates and hexagrams. Within each center, there are gates. Gates can be seen as entry and exit points that establish the flow of communication between the centers. A gate that is activated by a planet describes a consistent theme or role in your life. There are 64 hexagrams in the uh, mandala and 64 gates in the body graphs. Each gate has six lines. And when you actually look at this chart, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's kind of hard to visualize if you've never seen it before, but you can go to the website and look at it. So there are 64 gates within the body graph that correspond to 64 hexagrams of the I Ching. Each gate has six lines, which, further, which add further detail to the particular role of the gate. A human design chart can have a maximum of 26 activations, which means potentially 26 activated gates out of a total of 64. However, it's common to have more than one activation in the same gate. Human design 
explains the impact of the planets on our nature because the neutrinos carry the information from the planets to us. Stars and distant reaches of planets are constantly beaming neutrinos everywhere, and they pass through the planets to imprint into our bodies. The continual movement of the sun and the planets means that the neutrino information that's passing through us at the moment of birth is always unique, and it will never again be repeated. So as we talked about before in the personality versus design segment, there are two imprints that create your human design chart, your time of birth and 88 degrees of the sun, approximately 90 days prior to birth. At these two moments in time, the position of the planets in our solar system codify the neutrino information in very specific ways as it streams through our bodies. So the basic planetary keynotes The sun has to do with vitality, power, will, the ego, and leadership. The earth is fertility, evolution, design, the root. The moon are feelings, instincts, change, and the body. The north node is the line of geometry, where you are going. The south node is the line of geometry, where you came from. Mercury is the mind, awareness, communication, mental life. Venus is art, aesthetics, values, relationships. Mars is energy, power, desire, assertion, and aggression. Jupiter is expansion, opportunity, material matters. Saturn is limitation, restraint, discipline, focus, and pain. Uranus is transition, revolution, instability, and invention. Neptune is imagination, psychic phenomena, confusion, and drugs. Pluto is regeneration, compulsion, renewal, and the unconscious. The planets can also be referred to as our local programming agents. This is why down the ages, they've always been referred to as gods in our mythologies. Every planet, depending on where it is in your design, lends a little flavor to your nature at both the conscious and unconscious level. There are four types. The first type, the generators, make up 70% of the population. Their strategy is to respond. They have an aura that's open and enveloping. Signature is satisfaction. Their not-self-theme is frustration. So they're the dominant type on the planet, They are the driving life force of the planet. Their strategy is to respond and through response to find satisfaction and avoid frustration. They need to be able to learn about themselves. Next, we have the projectors. This is 20% of the population. Their strategy is wait for the invitation or as focused and absorbing. Signature is success and not self-theme is bitterness. And this is actually the type that I found out that I am. So that's kind of interesting. So their strategy is to wait for the invitation to find success and avoid bitterness. They have a focused and absorbing aura and need to learn about and understand others. Manifestors. They are 9% of the population. Their strategy is to inform. Aura is closed and repelling. Signature is peace and not self-theme is anger. So this, uh, the manifestors, Their strategy is to inform before they act to find peace and avoid anger. Uh, They're here to understand their impact on others. Reflectors make up about 1% of the population. Their strategy is wait a lunar cycle 
Aura is resistant in sampling. Signature is surprise. And their not self-theme is disappointment. So their strategy is to wait a full cycle of moon before making decisions to find clarity, leading to a life of more surprise and less disappointment. They have a resistant and sampling aura and are learning to reflect rather than identify. So you need to know what your authority is. So we have an inner authority and outer authority. Authority combined with your type becomes your strategy and authority. It's the bedrock of personal development through human design and ultimately the only information you need to make correct decisions in your life. Authority is a tool for you to know if something is right for you or not. So it's separated into two kinds of authority, inner and outer. So inner authority is the inner intelligence that enables us to know whether a decision is correct for us or not. It's as though each of our bodies possess an inner compass or a device that reveals whether something is healthy and fulfilling, excuse me, is a healthy and fulfilling use of our energy or not. Our inner authority is body-based knowing that precedes the cognition of the mind, and thus assessing it requires us to become more embodied and listen better to our bodies. So the inner authority is what you can trust to make decisions, and it is never the mind. As you move into the state where we often experience the signature that results from the correct use of our energy, be it satisfaction, success, peace, or surprise. What we call the outer authority in human design is the ability to provide your authentic perspective. This perspective is derived from your particular design as an expression of your uniqueness. The outer authorities, the true and proper realm of mind, when liberated from making decisions, outer authority becomes a source of knowledge for others. We, as nine-centered human beings, are designed to commune with others and share our unique perspectives about life, truth, and everything in between. We can be of the highest possible service to others when we communicate our insights, ideas, and opinions at the right moments. This is how we express our outer authority. Next are the definitions. Definitions is what is consistent and reliable within us. It's what creates our type and determines our strategy and authority. Definition in the body graph shows us a schematic way that the energy flows within us. It also determines how we operate and how we interact with and what we look for in others. So we have the single definition, the split definition, the triple split definition, and the quadruple split definition. A crucial aspect of how we relate to and connect with others is that some of us look for close tribal connections in order to bond, while others function more independently. There's a broad spectrum of the way we interconnect depending on the particular configuration of our human design body graph. So the single definition is a continuous connection. A split definition means there are two areas of definition separate from each other. Triple split definition means there are three separated areas and it's rare, but the quadruple split definitions, there are four separate areas and very rarely there is no definition at all. So next you have profile and angle. Profile is another basic component of human design. 
It adds further nuances to design, diving deeper into what truly differentiates us. While you share certain characteristics with others, for example, those with the same type and authority, a different profile takes you on a very different path. It can be seen as a costume we wear while learning to play specific roles. These roles enrich the experience of your life as you engage with and impact others through um, a particular part. Altogether, there are 12 profiles with six primary roles representing basic themes in combination with others. The profile is derived from the position of the sun and earth in both columns of the chart. On the personality side, this is something you're going to resonate with. Um, here you find themes, attributes, and behaviors that you will recognize and identify with. On the design side, which if you're looking at the graph, the profile is what's in black on the right side of your body graph. The red is on the left side of the body graph. The line values of the sun and earth account for the second number in your profile. This represents your unconscious behaviors, attitudes, and needs. Both of the numbers in the profile combined represent key aspects of you. A main part of understanding your purpose is coming to terms with the roles you play. And then we have the incarnation cross. Everyone has a very specific frequency that can be mapped out in your human design chart. The calculation of your personality and design, the sun and earth, represents 70% of the imprinted and consistent energy of your being. This is where we find your incarnation cross. It's personality and design, or sun and earth. There are 192 possibilities, and it's 70% of, of your imprint or your life's purpose. So the incarnation cross in combination with the profile is what ultimately defines our purpose on earth. There are 192 basic incarnation crosses in the human design system, each derived from a combination of the themes of our sun and earth positions. Together, they form the whole of our human experience. Your incarnation cross is something that will slowly emerge over time as you live in unison with your individualized nature and culminates in the full expression of your potential. It usually comes into play around the Uranus opposition, ages 32, 38 excuse me, to 42, when you have planted a solid foundation and have a clear direction. It's in that sense, the essence of your purpose through which you can leave your mark on the world. And finally, we have the variable. Variable is to awareness what type is to form. It's a tool for transformation. This is an advanced area of the human design system, which offers you an in-depth look at your cognitive design. It provides you with a clear, practical map for the transformation of your awareness and therefore how you experience life. Variable describes how you are meant to take in, process, and filter information, and how this determines your perspective. Understanding your variable can free the mind from conditioning and it can allow you to express your own unique awareness. Your variable calculation points to the nature of your awareness patterns. It shows where you are strategic, focused, and active by nature and where you are receptive, peripheral, and passive. Essential aspects of your variable include a particular dietary regimen and physical environment. 
So knowing all of these things can help you to figure out where you were conditioned in life and where your personality is pretty much set in stone. So where it's written in pen and where it's written in pencil and how conditions have caused you to make certain decisions in your life. And knowing where you're open to certain things can help you to determine, okay, I don't need to continue making decisions based on this. Okay, I know that I have a lot of conditioning here and this is where I need to really step back and see why am I doing what I'm doing? So I love it. It's very complicated, as I said, as you go through this, it can seem like you're swimming in all of these ideas. But the basic thought process here is that we can use all of these tools to really look at the way that we operate in life and how we can change things that we don't like about ourselves and how there are certain things that are just set in stone. So what you need to do to create your own chart is you you will need to know um, your, of course, birth date, the day, the month, and the year, but also you need your birth time. So if you don't know your birth time, you need to try to find that. So find it on your birth certificate. The reason the time is important is because it looks at where the sun was 90 days prior to your birth. So that's an important thing to look up. So again, I'm going to put a link in the description to this podcast to the site where you can go and look up your own birth chart. And then you can look at these different, uh, this whole human design, the different variables and the systems. And you can look at your own chart and use that to help you look at why you behave a certain way. So you can dive much deeper into this, but this was just a quick overview. And as I said, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. But as you're reading through this and as I'm looking at my own chart and seeing, you know, the different functions of my chart, it makes it a little bit more um, comprehensible. Like, oh, well, yeah, that makes total sense that this is why I do this or this is why I do that. And the whole not-self theme of bitterness totally makes sense to me. I can totally see that. It can be very easy for me sometimes in my own life to want to be bitter about certain things. And I fight that all the time. So some of you may be saying, well, you don't seem like a bitter person. I know because it's a thing I have to fight all the time. So that makes total sense to me. It truly, truly does. So I'm going to go back and look at my own chart more and see exactly how it aligns. And uh, I thought this was super interesting. So if you want to go and get your own chart and look at the human design system again, it's fascinating. And I think it's very informative. I'm so glad. Thank you to the person who reached out and said, can you learn more about this? Because it was really interesting and fascinating. So I'm going to also be looking into gene keys as another thing because Carrie Hummingbird also talked about that. I'm going to be diving into that. So you can expect another podcast about that in the future. And of course, I will continue to talk about the um, archangels and how we can work with them and some of the ascended masters. I'm just diving into a bunch of things right now because I feel very hungry for knowledge and I love doing this. I love learning new things. I always think it's so fun. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you really quickly before I left. So I pulled a card for you from my deck. 
which is Divine Whispers. And the card I pulled is Love Yourself Like You Deserve. If you truly want to receive deep, unconditional love, then you have to start by loving yourself deeply and unconditionally. You have to love yourself the way you would want someone else to love you because you're actually modeling that healthy love for your partner. Plus, when you love yourself, you radiate positive energy, and that's what attracts your ideal partner. You attract your true love by being your own true love. So go do the things that make you fall in love with you again. Also, you can say these self-love mantras to yourself once a day and truly believe in them because they are true. I love myself deeply and completely. I'm attracting all of the love I dream of and deserve. I love myself enough to allow someone special into my life. I'm attracting a loving, supporting soulmate. I love that. And if you are someone who struggles with love in any area of your life, I would highly recommend working on self-love for you. I have several tools that can help you. I have a free guided meditation on my YouTube channel, which is a heart chakra healing. So you might want to go and do that meditation. I also have a inner child healing, which a lot of the, many of the reasons we repel people and we are not attracting the love that we deserve is because we're still holding on to deep inner child wounds those wounds that told us that we weren't good enough, we weren't enough, we were a burden to people. We all have those wounds sometimes and we need to heal those. So that's another free meditation you can do on my YouTube channel. I also have my self-love course. It's $55 right now. It's a self-taught course. In other words, it's all online. You have access to all of the materials once you enroll and they're yours to keep for life. It's 12, excuse me, 14 daily lessons that you do and you do them at your own pace and it helps you to do things like heal the inner child, get rid of limiting beliefs that you don't deserve love, help you to set healthy boundaries and so much more. So if you're interested in doing anything like that, please go to my website, melissaoatman.com. On my offerings page, you will see the course. There's also a page where you can just go and see what the course offers. I highly, highly recommend it because if you want to be love and attract all of that in, you've got to love yourself first. It starts with you. And we've got to get rid of those old limiting beliefs that we don't deserve something better. We deserve something amazing and don't settle for less. So go there and check those out, especially check out those free things on YouTube, the free meditations, because those will help you as well. You can also do tappings for self-love. I have a tapping there too, so you can check that out on my YouTube channel. As always, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave me some stars on iTunes or a review from wherever you're listening. That helps others find me as well. And I want to thank you so much for those of you who have already done that. I do not... um, make any money off of this podcast. So if you feel like donating to my channel, your donations are so much appreciated. I want to thank those of you who have already done that. It really does help me guys because I do have to pay for Podbean and so it helps make up the cost for having to pay for the services to do the podcast, but I love doing it. Thank you so much to those of you who have given energetically. 
Also, if you want to work with me, just go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see a list of the services I offer. And don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live on Facebook Mondays at 630 Central where I do a free card reading. And those who are there for the live, I will pull a card for you. I also post videos to Instagram and IGTV, so don't forget to follow me. I am sending you guys so much love and light. I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.